We're going to make you want to spend even more time in there. Hey everybody, I am Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks episode 459, Hot Picks for Your Spring Kitchen. I enjoy preparing for every episode, but this one I really thoroughly enjoyed because there's so many things that um, I just love cooking and I love being in my kitchen and I just feel very strongly that you need to make it a wonderful place to be so that you will enjoy all your many hours in there. We have so many good ideas today. So you want to kick us off, Anita? Yes. Okay. So this is something I keep when I have made fresh bread or uh, maybe banana nut bread or maybe some yeast bread or cookies or something. I like to kind of leave it sitting out on the counter so everyone can find it and enjoy it. So I have a footed cake plate on my island with a lid. uh, And I actually put the two pieces together. They didn't come together. So I found a stand that I think is really beautiful that you could put a cake in. But again, this is a great place to just put maybe a loaf of bread. Just take it out of the bag and put it under the, the dome. And it just like looks like something fancy. So I think it's just really, really kind of a place to store baked goods for a short period of time. So I, this one is at the Pioneer Woman has a jadeite stand and then it has the glass domed top. So this one is a 10 inch and is about $40. So I think that would be just perfect to leave sitting out. And if there were some cookies in there. Does it come with a lock? If I leave something out on the counter, which I do (laughs) usually, but it's not as attractive as what you're saying. I I might have to upgrade. I usually just have it on a platter with maybe some tinfoil on top of it or something. But it calls to me all day long. And then you just want to even it out. And you're like, let's just have a little bit. Maybe have one more cup of tea that and hmm, oh look it's almost gone let me just have it clean the plate yeah you're just gonna have to use a little more self-discipline I think with that because it's gonna look so pretty in there you're gonna want it but uh, you'll be fine so now you started to say that you had it in two pieces so to yours you found two different places and this is one that comes as a as a set right 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 that's why I didn't uh mention the specific one that I have because it's two different pieces okay my first thing is a large and I mean large, bowl. A large bowl, I love them in white because that just goes with everybody's kitchen usually and certainly it goes with mine. You could do something like a really simple one. I know Walmart for a while had one that was great and I got that when I was doing that Better Homes and Gardens Walmart series. Uh, But you could get a vintage one, an ironstone one, but look for a really big one. Nothing is better than getting a giant bushel of fruit. I was at a client's yesterday and she's like, come in the back. I have to give you something. And we went to the back of her home and she's a giant pomelo tree, which are... They look like gigantic grapefruits. I don't know if you've ever heard of a pomelo. And they're all different types of varieties. But there she was picking them with her picker off the tree for me. And I brought them home. And they were so gigantic, each fruit. I was so glad to have this extra, extra large bowl. They look so pretty because she picked them right off the tree. So they still have the stems and the leaves <laughs> on them. Oh, they're they're beautiful. I have to take a picture and put it on my Insta story or something. Oh, I so agree. You need a big bowl. I mean, and this is something that you could use to put your fruit in, to put vegetables in, uh, but also it's something you could use decoratively. You can put pine cones in there, uh, just any kind of seasonal thing. So I love having those big bowls. I mean, you could put some moss oh, in yeah, there and that's some a great idea. Easter eggs. Uh, 
so I mean, really, I mean, we're Christmas ornaments at Christmas time. So I think the big bowl is one of those things, kind of like the lantern. It's just great. And you can just fill it with whatever you are feeling in the mood for, for that time. If it's all in this one big bowl and I just put it out on the center table, people are taking the fruit as they go by during the day. So it really does encourage, you know, like I, like I would be ah, eating the tea cake uh-huh. that you made. <laughs> Other people uh, are eating fruit. <laughs> uh, another thing I think, this is such an inexpensive thing to add to your house, but it makes me so happy to have these in my kitchen. And that is a beautiful hand towel that's made in France. Uh, There's such a beautiful assortment I found at the French farm, which I do buy a lot of French food items from the French farm, but also they have towel, a lot of things from, most everything is from France. So they have these beautiful jacquard towels. So these are not cheaply made in China. These are the real thing from France and they're like $15 a piece, but they're so pretty. I mean, these are so pretty, you could frame them. And rather than link to just one particular towel, I'm going to link to an assortment of them. So you can just find one that jives with your look in your kitchen. I love a stack of platters. Um, I had I have several stacks of platters, actually, mm-hmm. because I, I have a bit of an addiction. Me but too. They're so useful. <laughs> so in particular, if anybody's familiar with my kitchen, I have that mm-hmm. small uh, sort of little shelving unit, if you want. It's not really a unit, but like a little shelving piece right by our back staircase. And on there, I have mostly decorative things. But I found once I put the stack of platters there, and I was just thinking they would be decorative, and every once in a while I'd you know dust them off. I'm actually using them on a regular basis because again I can see them. Uh, so I have a series of them. They're all vintage, but you could use new or old ones. Try to get them in incremental sizes, and so then you've got one for pretty much every use, and they just look pretty stacked like that. Oh, that's such a great idea. And you know you do have to be concerned about lead in old dishes. But if they're white, uh, from my oh, research, uh, they rarely have lead in. So, so far, we're talking about really things that add character to your home. And what adds character? And I'll tell you, I like when I'm stirring my soup, the last thing I want to reach for is some ugly plastic spoon that's stained and just, you know, just doesn't look so good. So I really like using a beautiful wooden spoon. And so I was thinking about our friends at Polders, Old World Market, and all of their beautiful wooden spoons and uh, other implements that those are so nice to have sitting out so what i picked out to highlight is their starter spoon which is 12 inches and it's 48 dollars. but it comes in you know you can choose the wood grain that you want hickory maple walnut whatever you want and then this handmade spoon made in the usa is going to come to your home and you're going to smile every time you pull that out to Use yeah, that, I use my uh, upholder pieces all the time, almost daily, and they harvest from fallen hardwoods on their own property. It's a family business. So sure, could you go to the grocery store store and buy you know, a wooden spoon that might give you a splinter and has absolutely no character, and it's just a wooden spoon, and it probably is going to crack, or invest a little bit and get Mm -hmm. something that is actually kind of like an heirloom piece. Right. And if you go to just some big box store or go to the grocery store and buy a spoon, it does not look anything like these spoons. Those things are rough and just really uh, mass produced. These spoons are are polished and they're, they're, they're very smooth. The grain is beautiful. It's just they're not even in the same category. 
No, no, not. So uh, moving on to another implement to use in the kitchen, a mortar and pestle. Do you have one? Do you have a set? Yes, I do. I do. Okay, so I recently got one. Um, Ours is marble. It was very reasonably priced. I'll put the link in the show notes for everybody. But it's a great thing to have on hand. And it just... It's so pretty. It looks beautiful. You can leave it out on the counter as a display piece in between uses. Well, speaking of a mortar and pestle and something that's kind of has to do with food that's sitting out, that's decorative, I found at Williams-Sonoma and actually bought this. It is a beautiful container full of Spanish olive oil. Now, uh, it's it's in a blue and white, uh, it's, you know, it's just shaped like a regular bottle, but the the glass on the bottle is opaque white, and it's got blue on it. It's kind of really beautiful. So it's like around $20. But the thing about it is, it's just think of it as a dispenser that just happened to come with olive oil in it. So when you finish, <laughs> well, when you finish the olive oil that came with it, I don't see why you couldn't fill it again and put some other olive oil in it. And it's beautiful sitting out. And you know, the thing with olive oil is you don't want the sunlight hitting it. But because this is opaque, it's not going to the sunlight's not going to come through so i think you you know this would be a great one to use sitting out in your kitchen oh okay yeah i love different um labels on cans sometimes i'll buy the chopped tomatoes if it's in a pretty can or there's this really <laughs> me, me too <laughs> I have some from Italy. So I love uh, labels for different foods that are really pretty. So that one sounds gorgeous. Well, what I want to do me- mention about this one is that it is baked into the glass. So it's not a paper label that's going to wash off. Right, right. Well, you were talking about coffee, which made me think about my French press. Now, oh. I know coffee and tea, it's a very personal thing. So, you know, take it or leave it. But if you are not a big coffee drinker, or you're maybe thinking your coffee maker is super ugly, or you're thinking like I think about all the time when I see those pods, those plastic things that are oh, the carrots landfills. Yeah. Don't want to be a big, yeah, don't mm-hmm. want to be a big downer. No judging, but it's just something to think about, you know, where are mm-hmm. those things going and how long are they going to be on the earth? So you could think about mm-hmm. maybe switching over to a French press. Now, my husband drinks coffee. We had a fairly run-of-the-mill mid-priced sort of ugly coffee maker and you know maybe I'd forget to buy the filters or whatever and he didn't really drink that much coffee and I didn't drink coffee and they'd be sitting there all day and I kept throwing it out so I said well let's switch to a French press it's so pretty first of all (laughs) oh I know yeah I actually have one that's solid stainless steel that you can't see through that's really pretty too yes I saw a lot of ones like that but we have the uh, one that's glass and gold Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful and it looks really pretty on Mm -hmm. the counter I have it on a little tray and it's there's no waste I even take the Mm. coffee grinds and I take them out and I put them in the garden you know you're not putting anything you go. in the trash after you're using it. Peter really loves the taste of the coffee. And if you, I think if you're a connoisseur of coffee, it actually, oh. and if you do it right, I mean, there's some steps, but if you do it right, I think that mm-hmm. the coffee is supposed to be even better. Oh. So I will link to the one that we have. I also, when, when we decided to do this, I need to educate myself on using a French press and, and Peter. So I did a blog post on it years ago. So I'll link that as well. So if you need some information about how to use it, super easy. You get it down pretty quick. And uh, I think you might really enjoy it. Well, my next item, I guess, is two different items. But you know how much we love Mason cash bowls? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole line of Mason cash items that they're now carrying at World Market. 
Every once in a while, they have something really good over there. Yes. So this is definitely something I would go get. So I am going to mention two particular types of bowls here. One is a um, batter bowl. So this has got a, a spout on it and a handle. So you can kind of mix up your pancake batter and then pour it out. And that's a, a two-quart bowl. And that one is a white, and that was $30 for two-quart. And then they also had three sizes of just the regular round bowls. And this has this beautiful design on it. It's kind of an embossed design. And these are $30 to $50, but they're two, three, and four-quart capacity. And they had them in a couple of different colors. And one of the colors was just a soft pink that was so pretty. Oh, great. And then the four-quart... Maybe that could be your big bowl and you could put your citrus and all your various things in there. Yes. Yes. It's pretty big. So I think you could use it for a lot of different things. We have so many more hot picks for the kitchen, but right now we're going to tell you about the sponsors of the show. I think you ought to start with Ritual. Ritual is the multivitamin Reimagine. There's nine nutrients in every single one of the really great smelling, minty tasting Ritual vitamins. They are easy to swallow, pretty to look at. Ritual also has this really great delayed release capsule design. So it's delivering the high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 and just two daily pills. So it's really easy to make Ritual your next healthy habit. Start your Ritual today. The Ritual vitamins are delivered right to your door every month with free shipping and you can start snooze or cancel your subscription at any time and you know what if you decide you don't love ritual within your first month they'll refund your first order head to ritual.com slash dtt to start your ritual today ritual is offering our listeners 10 percent off during your first three months so visit ritual.com slash dtt to start your ritual today FitTrack has been wonderful for me, and I hope you will start using the FitTrack's Dara Smart Scale. It is one of the most accurate home smart scales in the world. It measures 17 different body compositions, which gives you a really accurate picture of your health and body. Because you know what? It's not all about weight. You really must start analyzing what else is going on in your body. The FitTrack Dara Smart Scale will help you do that. It analyzes 17 different health measurements, including body fat, muscle mass, hydration levels, and bone density. The best part of FitTrack is that it can easily track and trend your health over time. And that's what I've been doing since I started using it. And I'm seeing that my choices that I'm making daily and the fact that I am working out more are really affecting my overall health. And I'm getting this information from the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. Also, they have an app. It's completely free. That lets you see all of your stats all in one place. And you can have up to eight different accounts so you can track your entire family's health. The Dara Smart Scale syncs easily with the FitTrack app. And so all your health insights are saved in one place. I highly recommend trying out the app to really track and get the information right on your phone. So stop measuring weight and start measuring health with FitTrack. Go to FitTrack.com slash DTT to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 30% with the code BUILD30 at checkout. That's right. It's FitTrack, so F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K dot com slash D-T-T to save 50% plus get an additional 30% off your order with the code BUILD30 at checkout. 
BetterHelp is still here for you. BetterHelp.com is here to provide convenient, affordable, and professional licensed counseling from the convenience and comfort of your own home. BetterHelp is so much less expensive than traditional counseling, and it is effective. And what a perfect way to get the counseling and help you need at this very difficult and uncertain time, and a time when we really can't be leaving our home too much, than online with BetterHelp.com. Whether you're feeling anxious about the state of the world, whether you're worried about your job or doing Zoom school, or your kids doing Zoom school, or anything else, grief, family issues... No matter what is impeding your happiness, BetterHelp.com is here for you. You can save 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash DTT. So head to BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash DTT for 10% off your first month. How about getting some herbs going in pots? You could put them on your windowsill. You could put them on your counter. You could do separate small pots, or you could do one sort of mid-sized one with a couple of different herbs. I would really be uh, careful about the ones that I chose. If you love mint, you're going to want to have that in a separate pot because it goes crazy and takes over. Terrain has this really adorable Italian terracotta pots with a little scallop design and they're in natural terracotta and also sort of a darker gray terracotta and they come in a variety of sizes but you could use anything just make sure that you've got some drainage in your pot and so if if you're not going to be able to water it in the sink and you want to water it in place maybe you have a little tray under it so maybe you look for a little set like that maybe has three pots with a little tray under it but it's just such a nice way to bring in you know the outdoors but also working into your your culinary experience I just love the idea of snipping off a little bit of an herb to throw into a pot or even if you're just using it as a garnish or something like that it just really takes the meal to the next level Oh, I totally agree. And you just feels like you're just doing everything from scratch, even though maybe you could just pop something that was frozen and just snip a little something to put on top. And it, it looks so fancy. I mean, it is amazing how just a little fresh greens thrown on top of something as a garnish really uh, kicks it up a notch. And people think you put a lot more work into it than maybe you really did. Yeah, exactly. I well, I have basil growing right now outside and I, I'll go to the raised beds and clip some off and I try to remember to do it before it's dark out while I'm making dinner. And then so I'll just put it in a little water glass of water on the counter or something like that. And everybody's like, oh, the basil. It even just makes the whole kitchen smell good. Oh, I love fresh. I, I've grown fresh basil before. That's, that's pretty easy to grow too. So that's a good one. Yeah, I'm trying a different one now because the 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 regular basil or regular whatever, you know, the Italian one that you see with the larger leaves, that's a little bit more tender. So I could probably plant that now. Mm. But um, I've had African basil in all winter long here. And it's a smaller leaf. And it tastes just a little bit different, but that's mm. really nice. And Thai basil is amazing. If anyone has not tried Thai basil, it's the purple one. Mm. Oh, it's so good. So I'm back to World Market. Sure. I got the Mason Cash Kitchen Utensil Holder. So that's something to hold your wooden spoons and things. And it's got an interesting little insert in it 
to hold everything upright, kind of like a frog does, only this is at the top and it kind of has little openings for you to put things. And I think the reason they put this in here is because they have a rolling pin in this in this series that you can buy that goes in this one particular slot. I don't need an extra rolling pin, uh, so I didn't get that. But also apparently you can just take this thing out, this insert, and just use it as a trivet uh, under something hot. So hey, I like things that have a double use like this. But this uh, utensil holder is a nice cream color and it says Mason and Cash on the front. And it's just, it's just very classic looking. Okay, so you've got your herbs in the pod. You've got all these other beautiful things. How about a big vase just to have on hand? You don't have to leave it out if you don't want to, but isn't it great to be able to just grab your go-to vase? I have a lot of different vases, but I tend to go to the same couple all the time, especially if I've gone to Trader Joe's and treated myself or on the the occasions when I used to be able to go to the flower mart in LA and I'm coming back with beautiful flowers with longer stems. I want a nice size vase that almost everything is going to look good in. And the ones that I have were that are my go-tos were vintage and the other one is a gift. So I looked around to find some that I would suggest for you guys. And Pottery Barn has a really nice one. It's the Salton vase. S-A-L-T-O-N. And there are two versions of it. It's white. Um, there's an urn. And then there's one with the double handles. And the, actually, the double handle one looks really beautiful when it, you wouldn't even have anything in it. It could just be a display piece. The, the one that's an urn kind of looks like it should have something in it. But what a great base to have on hand. Pretty casual, but it could go anywhere. It's made of ceramic. It's lovely. Oh, I'm just looking at it. That is really beautiful. So it looks like there's two pieces. One's a jar, and then one kind of has a base. One's, what well, they're calling it an urn, I think. The one's more like urn-shaped, and the other one is double-handled. Yes. Okay, well, that urn looks really tall. Yeah, I know. No, it's a good-sized one. Well, my last Mason cash item, <laughs> one more, and this one, I really am enjoying using it, and I'm using it for making my cornbread, mixing up my cornbread. So this is a, actually, it's kind of a handled mixing bowl, but it's also a measuring cup. So it holds up to two or three, I think, no, I think it's more like a three cup. Anyway, I don't have it in front of me, but it's, but it's kind of white on the outside and it, and it says a measuring jug and it's pink on the inside, but it has the, the measurements on the side. So if you're filling it with liquid, you know, you can see if you look inside, you know, because we're used to just seeing the glass measuring cups. So you can't see through the outside, but if you look inside, you can kind of see where the water line is. And it's great for, like I said, mixing up something like uh, corn, cornbread dough, or, um, you know, I use it, use it also to brew my hibiscus tea that, that I then dilute and, and serve cold. So it's just kind of a nice, um, and so it's a measuring cup, but I like that it has the pouring spout and the handle and it's just very charming. And so when you're not cooking up something that smells delicious, you could light your herb-scented candles. Does everyone know about Stonewall Kitchen? They've been around since 1991. I love all their products. Are you familiar with them, Anita? No. Initially, some really interesting condiments. You know, it would be like a ketchup, but it would have something else in it. And they have really nice packaging. They have this amazing uh, garlic truffle aioli. They have wonderful jams. They do, you would love it. They do sort of like the little collections sometimes with the smaller jars and whatnot. 
Oh, I do love those. Yeah. So check them out. One of my regular grocery store carries a whole bunch of their items. You can also buy them online. I think you can also buy them on Amazon now. And they also have candles. They're all sort of kitcheny related. And so the one that I picked out to talk about today is the Herb de Provence. Mm -hmm. It's so it's the lavender and herbs, you know, the herbs de Provence that people would use to throw into various. Yes, I have a I have a little jar of it with a little wooden spoon that I got at Trader Joe's right next to my my stove right now. Exactly. So imagine if you lit that on fire when it was (laughs) it's not that close. But it, it's a really lovely smelly candle. I have smelted. I don't have one right now. But I would suggest that one. They also have a lemon and parsley one, which I have not tried, but I can imagine that would smell really fresh. Yes. And you know, when the electricity was out for 36 hours, oh. when it was 10 degrees here in Texas, I pulled all my candles out and it was like this scent, that scent, but it was like, what can you do? Oh my you gotta... gosh. <laughs> it was like we were trying to warm ourselves with the candles, which is really sad. Oh my pathetic, goodness. But anyway, hey, it was 40 degrees in the house, but uh, okay. So I'm going back to my standard because this is so pretty and you're going to enjoy it so much. And it's the Russell Hobbs toaster. Uh, it's such a charming, uh, British, it's a company. I don't know if they're still made in the UK. Probably not, but it's a British company. And it's just such a stylish, cool looking toaster. I have it at the toaster and the tea kettle in blue. And uh, they have, it has blue. And uh, they have, it has the rack that you can put on side. Uh, you can just put it right on top of that rack and it'll heat. Because uh, I have a habit of sitting uh, things on top of my toaster anyway. They're too big to fit in. So at least this one has the rack. Uh, for doing that and these are really pretty and you can see that the, on the front there's a thermometer that tells you how hot everything is getting and it, it is adjustable but just a real uh, elegant look fun look they have lots of different colors and uh, and then there's also I know you really enjoyed your toaster well I was just going to talk about my toaster yes I have to come right back at you with my Balmuda which is amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I highly recommend it. It is it is really sharp on the counter, and I I do love it. I did explore explore yours, and I just felt for our needs, it would have been nice if we could have something that was a little more toaster oveny. Oh, that's right. Yours is a toaster oven, so this is more flexible. You can use it for a lot more. Right. Things. They they call themselves a toaster, but it is really a toaster oven. But the whole thing of it is that it's steam heat, so it's really brings things back to life and also you know toast something that's absolutely fresh really nicely as well but say you had like day-old pizza or a sandwich and or something like that oh it just it's amazing you put this tiny little bit I think it's like five cc's of water in the tiny little cup into the machine and turn it on they tell you how many minutes or whatnot for the various things artisanal bread or pizza or regular bread or you get people have said they made scallops in there I've never gone that crazy because I would have to make like it five or six times to feed my entire family but we're just using it for basically bread things but we love it oh the lamp I love a lamp in the kitchen Anita and I have talked about that and it just adds such another level of comfort and coziness to your kitchen rather than just having the overhead lights even if you have a chandelier or something like that having the lamp 
just in the corner, either you maybe leave it on just as a nightlight or you just put it on when the sun is going down. It's so charming. So you have to be careful though, because if you're having it under your counters or sitting on your counter and there are cabinets above, you kind of have to have more of a squat bulbous type of lamp. You don't want a table lamp. That's right. That's right. Because there's only so much room there. Right. So I think the average is about 18 inches from the top of your countertop to the bottom of your cabinetry. Obviously, that could vary, but that's, I think, the sort of the industry standard. So you really don't want your lamp to, you know, at 17 and a half because you're going to have a bulb in there. And I mean, not that I think you're going to light your house on fire with a little bulb, but why scrunch it in there? So look for something that's shorter and, and sort of maybe rounded at the bottom. So it has a little bit of oomph to it. So it's not sort of like a little stick. I like one that has just sort of, uh, you know, has a little bit more presence. Um, so I found this one by Stone and Beam and it has a rounded bulbous, as I'm saying, cement bottom and a nice linen shade. And it's just a really nice looking lamp. And I think it could really slide under a counter with cabinetry on top quite easily. Obviously, you could put a lamp in your kitchen that's on a, something that is not restricted by having cabinets above it. And then you can go you know, crazy and pick out any lamp that you want. I have my last item. Oh, okay. Is a mixer. I was trying to mix up some cookies uh, when we were at the farm last time. And I realized that the mixer I was using is a hand mixer that we got as a wedding present. <laughs> so that's vintage, isn't it? <laughs> it is vintage. Yes. So it was pretty old. And uh, I just kind of put some butter in that was really pretty cold. And that thing just went. <laughs> and I thought, oh, good heaven, this is not going to work. So I just ordered this mixer. I don't have it yet, but it's coming in a couple of days. It's the Delish by Dash compact stand mixer in aqua. So it's a three and a half quart. So if you have a KitchenAid mixer, usually those are five or five and a half quart bowls, unless you have the big one, which is usually six. So this is definitely a little bit smaller, but it is a stand mixer. And this one's supposed to have some good power to it for being a little small. Again, our farm is very, very small kitchen. And this way, um, you know, we can fit a little appliance there, not a very big one. And this one's uh, in kind of an aqua color. It's kind of close to that Russell Hobbs blue toaster we have. It's not exactly the same, but I'm going to put it on the other side of the kitchen. And hopefully it'll kind of blend and just look like it goes. Oh, I think it'll look great together. It looks very cute. You know, all those small things look very cute. And, but I think this will be big enough. And what a fun color. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of an aqua or the soft blue. How about you? Do you have anything else? I do. My last one is art. We have talked to you before about adding art, you know, like the lamp, art, maybe even a mirror, something like that. Add these elements to your kitchen and make it like any other room. You know, it does not have to be completely utilitarian. So if you've listened to us before and anytime we've talked about the kitchen, we we always reference putting some art in there. But you may be wondering, well, what kind of art would I put in there? You know, you're not going to put like family portraits probably. Although I've seen some vintage portraits in kitchens and looks pretty cool. But some people might think the the or maybe your first step into putting art in your kitchen if you haven't done it before, is maybe something food-related. And I thought, well, food-related, how about some botanicals? So I looked up some botanicals, and I found this wonderful shop on Etsy. It's called Echoes Press, 
and I was messaging with the shop owner, Kim, today, and she has such a beautiful and large collection of botanical prints. And there are flowers and there are butterflies, but there's a lot of fruit. And there was this one set in particular, it was oranges, and the the fruit was, you know, up close. It wasn't like on a tree and lots of leaves and stuff, just really uh, almost magnified. And you can get them in various sizes from, I think, six, uh, four by six up to, uh, you know, I think maybe 24 by something. So you can, obviously the price changes as it goes up, but very reasonably priced, particularly for the smaller sizes and all types of uh, paper choices. You could do plain white. You could do, I think, watercolor paper. And there, so there's a variety of ways. I think you could even do, get it done on canvas. So I would highly recommend you go over and visit Echoes Press and check out what Kim's got going on over there. And don't be surprised if you see a very large orange hanging over my stove in, in some videos to come or on my blog. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited to see it when you get it. Oh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. And actually, the the print that she has of this particular orange. Now, again, you could buy them all four together. But I just picked out the one because I think you know, like one big statement over my vintage stove is, is kind of the way I'm going with putting art out there. And I'm really enjoying rotating the art up there for the seasons and whatnot. So at the bottom is some writing, and it's from California from not too far from here and so it's signed by the artist and you know of course these are reproductions but it's just so charming and sort of adds to the whole idea of you know my house is in California this is from California so I'm loving that and so that I think will be part of my spring late spring early summer kitchen and to uh, just touching on seeing things uh, if anybody hasn't seen it I did a a YouTube video on some of our Amazon deals. So I picked seven that I had in my house. And as you all probably know, I have a few more. <laughs> I didn't want to make the video yes, too long. I do know. <laughs> but I, so I picked seven. And so I talked about them and I actually showed you them in action in my house. So I'll link to that video as well. And so some of you I know have already purchased a few of those items, but you want might want to see the others in action in uh, in my house, in the wild, oh, as I say. I think that is excellent. You ready for the hot topic? Well, I am. I just want to mention one other, one other thing about the kitchen items. I spent an inordinate amount of time trying to find a nice-looking dish drainer, mm-hmm. dish dryer, a rack, because I wanted a better-looking one. And I spent hours looking for this. And the bottom line is... Uh, I found some that were kind of look good looking, but they had terrible ratings that they rusted easily. So I'm still on the lookout. So if you know of one, give us a shout out, uh, give us an email, uh, email us or something. Let me know because I'm really looking for something pretty for, for my own personal use. And of course, I'll, once I find one, I will share it with, with everyone. Okay. And here's a business opportunity. Obviously, there's a hole in the market and somebody can fill it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Exactly. So our topic is, and this is it with House Beautiful, this glamping tent is tucked away into an award-winning acres-long garden. So this is basically a tent that you can go stay in. It's got a nice, looks like queen-size bed in it. It's got a nightstand. I think it's got a little refrigerator. But this is a great glamping opportunity. This place is in Bearsville, New York, near uh 
Woodstock. And so I thought it was just kind of a very fun thing to think about. This is, you know, glamping has kind of been very hot for a couple of years now. So it's interesting. Here's a place where you can stay. And did you notice that outhouse? Yeah, the whole thing is really charming. I, I loved it. And the, the video is fun to watch. So I, definitely, if it wasn't so far for me, I think I might put that on the list with for my crazy hiking group. Although we're usually a little bit more down and dirty than that. But I think the girls would probably really enjoy being in that tent. But we'd have to sneak five more of us in there. <laughs> only, it's only for two. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think it's big enough. And the only thing that I would really be difficult, would be hard for me is no yeah. running water i mean to even wash your hands there's no running water so i mean there's and there's an outdoor shower so obviously you would only want to do this in the summer yeah Yeah, definitely not upstate new york (laughs) and pool privileges it sounds like (laughs) no 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 but but what a fun concept okay what's your crash well it's my annual irish soda bread recipe yeah, this is the time of the year where it goes crazy on Pinterest and people are like clamoring to my blog to get the recipe. So if you don't know what that recipe is yet and you're listening, you can find it in the show notes. It is a fabulous recipe. It's for my great grandma and everybody that makes I had to turn the comments off because I just can't keep up with all the people that tell me how great it was. But anybody who's made it loves it. I don't think I've ever heard mm. a bad word about this recipe. So go for it. And then leave, if you leave it on the counter, it won't stay there long. Okay. So definitely get the uh, cloche uh, no. <laughs> with the lock on it. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't even need the cover. It's just gone so fast. Okay. So my crush Ooh, is, is a little birthday present I gave myself on our birthday. <laughs> it is a book called Tea at Portnam and Mason. So it's a book of recipes uh, from Fortnum and Mason, uh, which is a great place to have tea if you're ever in London. And I went ahead and tried today one of the recipes for the honey, sultana, and pecan tea bread. So it's uh, it sounds very exotic. I know I've Do you know seen what that are? word, and I've probably come across it. But I can't remember what is it. They're just white raisins. Oh, see, but see how exotic it, it sounds. Does sound exotic. Yes, but you you soak them in brewed tea. The recipe calls for soaking in Earl Grey, but I'm not crazy about Earl Grey, so I just did English breakfast. But you soak them overnight, and then they it just adds a lot more flavor. So just a couple of uh, things if you decide to get this book. One is make sure you have a digital scale because these are all UK measurements, and it's everything everything's in grams. Uh, but I already have a digital scale because I'm a bread maker. Uh, but it's kind of nice. Then you can do use recipes that are not American that are in grams, and it's real easy. And I think it's actually much more accurate than measuring cups, uh, just word to the wise. So I do like it when I know the grams for, for a recipe. So a scale is very critical for this. And then the other thing is it calls for mixed spice, which I thought, what is this? So I did a little research. It is a British mix of spices. I don't have the list in front of me, but it's ground coriander, nutmeg, cinnamon, mace, allspice. I think it's about seven spices. And uh, so you can buy just a little bottle, but it was so expensive. I thought I'm just going to buy the individual spices and mix it up myself. So I have a little container of mixed spice now. And so all the... Oh, and you could have used your mortar and pestle for that probably. Well, no, I bought ground. Everything's ground up. So I didn't need my mortar and pestle. But, uh, you know, so I just went ahead and but so the spices in the mixed spice are easily available in the U.S. It's just not pre-mixed 
I didn't know the British had a mixed spice. Yeah. So isn't that interesting? And it's, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a, it's kind of like, it reminds me of a spice cake. Yeah. you've ever had a spice cake. Uh, so if you wanted the recipe I used, if you go on Amazon, I'll have the link here. Uh, when you click on the see more. Oh, you are a devil dog. Then you can screenshoot it. <laughs> You'll that, well, no, I have, but I'm just saying someone can actually get the recipe there. <laughs> Well, you can just look at it. You don't even have to screenshot. I mean, just pull it up. There's the need recipe. Need to buy the book. Yeah. Uh, and it was really tasty. So you don't even uh, need to buy the book for that one. Good. Okay. Well, there we go. Two recipes. I didn't even expect that, but it makes sense. Well, and the book. And, and the, the book. book. It's really, I, I can't wait to try several of the other books. Great. And then you can leave that out in your kitchen. It'll look really nice. Okay. So our question today is from Dara Kay. Dara wants to know, are custom drapes worth the cost? Wow. That is a loaded question, don't you think, Kelly? There's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts, or (laughs) contingencies, or we don't have a lot of information about where these would be going, so it's hard to give a a blanket answer. It kind of reminds me of when I taught statistics, and the answer was almost always, it depends. (laughs) Now I would, you know, elaborate, of course, on right. what it would depend on, and if it, if this, then this, if this, then this. But in this case, I mean, we're definitely in a. It depends because if they're very simple drapes, you can these days you can usually find something inexpensive that's probably pretty similar. But if we're talking line drapes, if we're talking drapes with trim on them, uh, you're not going to find a ready-made drape similar to that. Uh, so you know, I've definitely I've bought pre-made. I've drapes off the shelf. I've bought custom-made drapes. Uh, they're really two different, completely different categories. The custom-made are definitely much nicer looking than the other ones. But if you just want a soft look and, you know, you don't mind that it looks a little, uh, like if you're just doing the soft linen drapes that are gathered and you're not doing pleated drapes, then, you know, I think that's a nice soft look. And I think that's fine. It's just kind of, uh, really depends on the look that you want and and what you're going for but if you want a very tailored look and you're looking for some trims or some special fabrics i think that that's probably the way to go but otherwise if you just yeah you want something kind of free flowing and there's just kind of a plain linen fabric you're looking at i think it's it'd be fine to buy something off the shelf at restoration hardware or pottery barn or someplace yeah. like that I, I agree. I think you have to be really careful about the fabric, especially if you're trying to buy draperies online. You know, they mm-hmm. have them on Wayfair. They have them on Amazon. They have them on Overstock. But most of the time, it's going to be kind of a yucky polyester or it's going to have some like weird little, you know, the, you know, the fabric that has like the little pulls in it. It's like, it's like silk shantung, but it's not. It's polyester. It may it might be that. So definitely use the zoom in feature and have a look and mm-hmm. read the reviews. I think if if you want the luxe look and if you want to do the pinch please or you want to be, as Anita said, a little bit more tailored, a little more formal. And if it's for your living room or your dining room, if you can afford it, I would put money I would take money from the budget and put it towards that. And then if I had to save on something else, so be it. Because I think it, even if you're buying linen from Pottery Barn, they're a hundred plus a panel and you're going to need a lot of panels if you're trying to get coverage. And certainly if you need privacy. So there's so many issues to take into consideration, Dara. So just you know, to say, are they worth it? 
they are to some people and they are in some circumstances because there's nothing like a um, lined <laughs> drape made of fabulous fabric with some pinch pleats on great rings on a beautiful rod. It takes your eye up in the room. It really adds mm-hmm. a, a, a sense of luxury to a room. But yeah, if you're like, oh, you know, it's my guest room and I'm just going to get some shears or I'm going to get some inexpensive linen and I'm going to let them blow in the breeze, that's a beautiful look too. So it really depends what you're going for. Yeah. But I think you make an excellent point, Callie, in that you really need to check what it's made of. And if you can see it in person, I would definitely get a sample of it first. But I would be looking for, like you said, a natural fiber, a cotton or a linen, something like that. Because if it's polyester, I just don't right. like it. I don't. And then it, it kind of deteriorates with the sunlight shining on it. So uh, I would. It's a lot of polyester if you're doing, you know, 84 inches, mm-hmm. 96 yeah. inches, 120 inches. Right, right. So definitely check that fiber content for you you buy for sure right and another option is because rings and the, with the clips on them are so easy to install you don't need to have the drapery hooks and all of that or pinch pleats or anything like that that's only if you want that certain look find a beautiful fabric that you really love and and if you're handy with a sewing machine do it yourself sew the panels or take it to your dry cleaner uh or take it to a seamstress that you know locally that will probably be a lot less expensive than going through uh either a local drapery company or say smith and noble or the shade store or something like that so that's an option i mean you you know you're basically just getting especially if you're window isn't a stock size, which is 84, 96, you know, and and upwards from there. So I hope that helped you, Dara. Yes. Thanks for contacting us, Dara. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. We really appreciate that you're enjoying the show and we want to connect with you in between episodes. You can do that by following us on our blogs and social media. I am My Soulful Home on my blog, Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube. And Anita is Cedar Hill Farmhouse. That's her blog and her Instagram and her Facebook.